This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So, welcome friends to this week's Freedom Fighter Podcast. I'm Derek Moyer. We're on week two of our series on how to no lose heart in a COVID world. And we've got some really exciting things to share this week. Pastor Vince Scotland uh, has been doing a wee bit of investigating. He's been talking to friends of his from all over the world and they're coming back with reflections about how have they been coping? How have they been, have they been losing heart? Have they not been losing heart? And then, you know, he shares very vulnerably about what's touched him and the mental health aspect of the pandemic. And, you know, it's very helpful. And uh, myself and others as, a, as part of a group podcast contribute to this. So we just we just pray this week, you know, as you, as you listen, um, take heart for this, as it helps you process, as you join this discussion, process some of these things and recognise, define some of this stuff so that we, we can move beyond them. So I just pray this blesses you guys as you listen. Well, I was just saying, you know, I, I, this morning when that song, the old church choir singing in my soul, <clears throat> I really felt that this morning. Isn't it a, a wonderful thing that in the middle of all this, everything that we're going through, how how odd this is, this we are meeting is, that we can come to a place where we can feel that old church choir singing in our souls this morning. Because we're living in a world now that would try and rob us of our joy at every turn. It's like every time we switch on the media, the news, we read a newspaper, it's filled with one thing, and that is uh, the ability to rob our joy away from us. Last week, Derek posed a very important question or statement, really. How not to lose heart in a COVID world? I don't know about you, but I, I received that as a challenge to reflect on where I was at, at the, in this peculiar place that we're living in, this peculiar world that we seem to have all been transported into. I decided, apart from myself, I decided to contact about a dozen of my friends uh, here in this country and, and around the world and pose that same question to them. It was fascinating reading their responses. With some, their answers came easy. With others, I could see they found it difficult to reflect. And they took the view, I just get through this one day at a time, not ever giving it real thought to the effects it was having on them. After I received all the replies, I, I started to write my own reflections on how I was coping. What actions was I putting into place? How was I feeling inside? How was my relationship with God? How was I dealing with isolation? And now with the prospect of another lockdown, as, as, as we approach Christmas, where did that leave me? How did I feel when I heard that in the news last night? I want to share my reflections with you this morning. And I'm sure later on Derek will share some of his reflections. And then let's talk and share together. You know, why do we do this? It's to help ourselves, but to help each other. I, I felt in my correspondence with my friends around the world and in the UK, 
it was a tremendous help to them, being able to put down in words, put down their thoughts and their reflections, and how all of this was affecting them. Going back to the very beginning of the of this virus and the lockdown, in the beginning of lockdown, I wasn't that concerned about the virus, and I took the opportunity of all this free time. I wasn't running to different meetings day after day. I didn't have to organise the church meetings on a Sunday. So I took advantage of all that free time to get things done that I never seemed to get time to do. Jobs around the house, in the garden. I really enjoyed that time. But as time passed, I found myself losing focus. And I found it more and more difficult to motivate myself. That lasted for a couple of weeks. I began to feel it was an effort to do stuff where before it was effortless. I found it difficult not seeing family and friends, though I had the online connection, but I really missed face-to-face contact. I don't think there's ever been a time in my life that I've ever felt lonely. But during this time, I have had periods of feeling lonely. I would always consider myself to be very stable and grounded. But I began to recognise there was a mental health aspect to what I was experiencing that was touching me. Of all the aspects of living with COVID, COVID, the lack of human contact for me is by far the worst. Looking ahead at the very real prospect of a second wave causes me real concern. Derek and I are working on a programme just now through Freedom Fighters to reach out to others because the reality is, you know, we need to thank God if we're coping well, if if we're getting on okay, if we're not being afflicted by the virus itself, that we might think, I'm, I'm okay. But there are many, many people out there that are, that are suffering through this, uh, this time of lockdown and virus. When I was travelling back from Manchester a couple of weeks ago, the train, the, there was an announcement twice. I was taken off the train once, just outside Manchester. Why? Because there'd been a suicide. As I was approaching Glasgow, another announcement came on that there was another suicide, this time between Glasgow and Paisley Gilmer Street. There's no doubt there's a mental health issue. We hear about uh, uh, domestic abuse on the rise, child abuse on the rise, separation and divorce on the rise. There is definitely a negative implication in people's lives. And so uh, Derek yesterday was on, uh, was it yesterday Derek? I can't remember. Friday. Just no matter what day it was. But he was on Urban Beat Radio and talking about this very thing and able to reach out to our own community first um, to see if there's anything that we can do to help. So finally, I would just say this. Undoubtedly, my faith in Christ has allowed me to stay strong or stronger than I otherwise would have been. I miss church. I miss fellowship. But this time has also given me an opportunity to focus on where my relationship is with God. 
And finally, I would say this. It's a good thing to take time out and just check on where you are, just checking how you're dealing with things, how you're coping with things. And uh, don't, don't try and hide it. Don't try and bury it, but speak about it to others. And I, I know that that will help. And very often that's all the help that we need is just for somebody else to listen to, to our concerns. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Derek. Yeah, thanks, Vince. Really, really good. Thanks for your vulnerability and honesty. Um, Vince had sent me the reflections of the people he'd been talking to over the country. And uh, when he sent me his own, he never told me it was his. And I was like, wow. How, that was such an honest reflection there that really kind of just, it, it touched me that, you know, you're able to, um, you know, articulate it in a way that it, it's like, that, that's, that's the truth. When you are saying, I've been grounded and balanced all my days. But yet, I have felt this. This has touched me mentally. You know the mental health aspect of it. So it was. It was really. It was really helpful. And for me, you know, what what we're, what we're doing this for is. I know that it can stir up. Well, I'm alright. I don't. You know, we we. You know, so so what, what do we need to talk about this for? But our word at the beginning of the year was arise and shine. What for? Your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. Great darkness has covered the earth and its peoples. You know, and, and the thing is, in times like this, I'm, I'm looking at some of the guys I'm connected to and seeing, like, my my association with them is, uh, for childhood, for instance, guys I went to school with. And I'm going, do they, do, they, do they appreciate what I've got to say? Am I trying to talk to these guys? Do I believe that I've got something to say? Do I believe that there's, there's influence that, we've got, that I've got personally? And I, I believe, to me, that's what a rising and shining is about. That there's actually people in our, our um, orbits and, and you know, our, our sphere of influence that need what we've got to say. They need to hear that, hey, we're, we're, we're all experiencing these things and here's what we're doing to get through it. So I really appreciate uh, your, your reflections there, Vince. You know, before we open this up to anybody else who wants to say that, I'll just share that, as I said last week, I went to Port Ban on the back of... Um, you know, the, the loss of heart uh, statement that really exposed me, because that really said to me, here's here's what's happened with you. And my loss of heart wasn't about lockdown. It wasn't about, you know, primarily about, you know, a lot of the different dynamics of that. It was about some of the things that's happened in lockdown. Specifically, one was about a relationship. And it was disappointment. But I know that these situations have been exacerbated because of lockdown. You know, people, uh, you know, no coping, so th- there's relational difficulties. So that was that was what that spoke to me. Loss of heart, demoralised, because of the the disappointment I felt in this, dy- this relationship dynamic thing. So I'm at Port Band a couple of weeks later, and uh, I'm then sharing on the loss of heart. How, no, how, how do we know lose heart in the COVID world? And I went up there really by faith because I didn't have the answers myself I can't lead people to where I'm no myself I was just discovering this that here I'm, I'm actually that, that's what's happening to me just now in lockdown here's what's happened in my heart and so I was there ministering but I was actually been ministered too really so the, the second day I was speaking um, I was just keeping a journal taking note I was Meeting with guys in the morning at half seven, we're, we're waiting and praying, and then we had a devotional before lunch. 
Me and Daniel watched the movie Pilgrim's Progress. So it's an animation that's just been made. We put, we purchased it. I downloaded it, you know, an iPad to get up there with. And I've not read the book. But here was my reflections. For those who've seen it or read it, you know, you know the you know the the, the kind of the background. But my mine's was this. I was so blessed by its, uh, the message, as I pondered its beauty. This main character, Christian, hears about this way, and he decides to forsake all and follow the king. But the way is difficult. It's filled with danger, pitfalls, traps, and direct assaults. The scene where, uh, uh, where after rec- uh, receiving correction about going the wrong way and trying to make the e- take the easy path, he walks uphill, weighed down by his heavy burden. But as he keeps pressing onwards and cries out for release, the straps and the ties of this burden that, we, that was weighing him down were removed and he was finally made free, enabled to run where he had been struggling to even walk before. And I saw this message in this. It's jumped to it and and, uh, and and spoke so loudly to me that, uh, you know, in the midst of difficulty, years ago it reminded me of, you know, in a, a meeting we were in years ago in the Freedom Fighters and uh, Irvin. Jane, Janie, one of the pra- you know, prayer team, was there. And, and I had a word about, you know, releasing her past. And when I was praying that, she had this vision and the vision was she saw someone running with chains all wrapped around themselves. And you can imagine it was like the more they moved, it was so difficult. The chains were just making it so hard to move and run. She said she saw the guy just quit because it was so difficult. And when he gave up, the chains got even further around him, making him even worse. But she said this, she saw the vision uh, uh, progressed by him keeping running and as he ran the chains broke off and I tell you when I heard that the release of joy I had because I knew that was a straight for the spirit and it was that principle of what I saw in this film clip that even in the midst of the difficulties in lockdown even when we want to take the easy path check out Avoid dealing with anything, avoid facing anything, avoid addressing anything, avoid wanting to feel the oh no that can't touch me. I don't I I I don't want to go there. But the beauty in this uh, scene was by his pressing onwards through the difficulty, and his then his depth for the cry for his heart to God to say help. The burden was released, and that word release means you're allowed or unable to escape from confinement. You're liberated and emancipated. You're set free. And, you know, in the midst of this refinement process of lockdown, you know, it's almost like uh, going through these difficulties, pressing through them in God. And I'm not ashamed to say it, and I'll shout it from the rooftops, you know, that uh, our, our faith, our, our faith uh, is what gets us through. Nothing to be ashamed about, nothing to hide under a bushel. Our faith in these things is what gets you through because if I have a perspective that I can I, I, I can you know I, God's God helps me and uh, as I say I was as I was reading and, and looking at that message of that I saw that the pilgrim Christian the word pilgrim means a person who's just journeying uh, through life he's a sojourner he's just temporarily staying somewhere 
And that perspective deeply helped me recognise that just because you're going through a difficult season, the difficulties we're experiencing, we're just passing through. Keep our focus ahead to what's ahead of us and what's at the end of our journey. And that really helped, you know, helped me. So, does anybody else want to share anything else that, that's the perspectives that's been helping yourself get through some of the issues we've been talking about? Um, I think, I was just saying it to Dan, I think for me, I've been, my way of coping has been quite ignorant towards it. Mm. Um, I haven't really like, watched the news, <sighs> read the, the papers, because um, I found when I was, I was starting to get quite anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've been doing is like in the mornings, been getting up and letting Shanae, having quiet time, then when Shanae's getting ready, I'm putting on a inspirational, something uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I preach her in that. So before Shanae goes to school, she's getting the word of God in her. She's getting something uplifted. She's got all the pressures of the world coming on her shoulders now because like, she's only like 10. Well, she's 11 this week. Mm-hmm. But just so she's getting that word of God in. And so I'm getting it. So my first thought is there about this coronavirus mm-hmm. and the restrictions, all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm uplifted. I don't want to really hear about it mm-hmm. I, to be quite honest I don't want to hear about it that's the God's honest truth mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it I'm sick hearing about it mm-hmm. I'm sick having this the power that is got our mm-hmm. is, do you know what I mean absolutely like, for me like God's came and to set his free mm-hmm. so I'm just I'm standing in his word believing his word more now than ever mm-hmm. do you know what I mean for me personally like, I've had a lot of rubbish going on mm-hmm. but if it wasn't for God, I don't know where I'd be. Mm-hmm. But I'm fortunate enough that I've got my faith mm-hmm. and I understand that people don't. Mm-hmm. So it's making me pray for people that don't mm-hmm. have that faith as well. Mm-hmm. So it is, because mm-hmm. um, it's a shame that they don't have that hope that we've got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all right for us to say, like, mm-hmm. your faith is bigger, uh, bigger than your fear. Mm-hmm. But if they people don't have that, mm-hmm. they're not going to know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's really good what you are doing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I listened to you on the radio, and it was great the way you came across in that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really good that there is people there that they know that they can come to you. And it's mm-hmm. just saying about, like, mental health and about, like, suicide. Mm-hmm. It's always been there, especially amongst men. Mm-hmm. And I think it is easier for women to speak... Like more freely about how they're feeling, whereas guys kind of keep it all in themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, as everybody says, it's okay to not be okay, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the message that we do need to get across more and more mm-hmm. and like give people that hope. Mm-hmm. And like, you are doing that in the community, and because that's what I'm saying to Dan, like, all right, was I been beat? But you don't know who is listening to that radio station or where. Mm-hmm. It's like we can put on K Love Christian Radio. And the hits no a British radio station, do you know what I mean? So even though like, it was Urban Beat, Google will be reaching everywhere, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll be really inspirational for people to know that there mm-hmm. is help out there mm-hmm. and that there's guys like yourself that is going to listen to them, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fantastic, Don Marie. Appreciate that. Appreciate your reflections. Uh, and this is how this is so important because a variety of different perspectives is helpful. Men, women, talking openly and honestly. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not saying we're heads in the sand, we're in some sort of fairy tale world that, no, this is not happening. It is happening. But we've made a decision. This is how I'm fighting for my heart and my life in this. 
and you know we we're having to say I'm putting this out the way because I know we could be full of the news and full of fear about our physical the danger for our mm-hmm. physical health, but we're just as we're just as in much danger for our spiritual and mental health if we don't if all we do is keep absorbing all the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're having to say, look, this is for people who are no aware of the spiritual the inner realities that you know the 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 God is pointing to, the eternal things, the spiritual things that God is pointing to, and we're just living in the world thinking this is all there is. You know, it's like th- this pressure that how everyone's been shaken is bringing is bringing these things to the fore because if we don't cultivate these areas of our lives, inner lives, then what happens is the 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 overwhelming, overpowering feelings come on, and more and more people are going, "I'm, I'm, what's wrong with me?" You know, so we we want to shout these things to the rooftop. We're totally unashamed that we we believe. He says, "I'm not." Apostle Paul said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ." For it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. And the bottom line, me and my family watched Shazam last night. Tremendous DC uh, 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 superhero movie. 2019, I couldn't believe how good it was. But the long and short of it was, one of the main messages was, this wee kid, it's a fun, it's genius, it's absolutely genius how they, they make all the young, all the kids become superheroes, right? But what happens is, the 14-year-old becomes this adult by shouting Shazam, right? And he gets all the power of this superhero by shouting his name, <laughs> right? You know, and to me it's like, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation, right, to everyone who believes. We get the resurrection power of Jesus by calling upon his name. Same principle. We get that we get that his life entering into our lives, to make us rise out of depression and darkness and despondency and discouragement and other things that, whatever way it's touched us, the fear, you know, and uh, so, so to me, it, it is brilliant that that we're that we're uh, we're, we're, we're shouting these things uh, and and saying to people here, yeah, that's what you need, that's what you need. You maybe not have it, but we're we're no we're we're telling you this is what you need to do for your spiritual life, you know, and and, and we arise and shine to let Shout people. Shout Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Shout Jesus! Aye, but sh- yeah, call man. upon, call upon the name of the name of the Lord. That's a promise. Amen. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, and, and we call upon His name. We call upon His name and invite Him into every part of our lives, every part of our depression, every part of our despondency, every part of the fear of the mental health stuff taking us over and <coughs> this disease. Even if we did die. The bottom line is, if I've got, if I've got the hope of heaven, like the pilgrim in the in the in the story, I've got the hope that my citizenship is not of earth. This is what uh, Paul says in Philippians. Um, my citizenship is of heaven, and for from it we await our saviour, right, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that that reality of that hope, that I'm not just on earth. My life's no it doesn't end with, with, with death on earth. You know, so that there is a there is a the 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 spiritual, uh, you know, benefit of the, that perspective that no, my faith is in. You know, no matter what happens here, you know, this is not the end for me. You know, so do you get you you, you what you're saying? Yeah, just um, everything you were saying. Uh, just especially what Donna Marie was saying. You know, we we, we tend to 
with it, Phil. I mean, I, I, I'd stop watching the news and, you know, you begin to think, well, I, I need to find out as well. But yeah, uh, we, we, we do, we're, we're, we're above that. And we just call on, not Shazam, but the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I think for me, um, Sam91 um, has been... That's been favourite. Sam's. Yeah. Um, but I remember way, way at the beginning, Vince, I don't even know who you remember, you actually said it's a Sam about the plague. Yes. And this was a way down at the very, very beginning of um, the lockdown in March. You were talking about it, and like, it's a Sam that, as I say, I love. I've always prayed it over my house and over Shanae and my family. But I never realised just what it was about, about the plague and that. And I think even more so now, I love it. Because it relates so much to today's world, do you know what I mean? And it, it reminds me, of, like, it's like God's the same today, yesterday and forever. Mm-hmm. He does the change. And even like that, Sam is relevant in that time. Mm-hmm. And it's still even more relevant today. So it is. And that's what we need to realise that no weapon formed against us. He's always going to protect us. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening this morning and uh, it was about like, we think like, things have to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. But when things don't go that certain way, it doesn't go the way we expect. It's God's way that's going, God's in control and his ways are better. Mm-hmm. So we sometimes think, oh, I should fit into this box, that box. And it's, it's really making me realise that I've just got to trust God. Mm-hmm. And that my spiritual food is just as important as mm-hmm. my food. Like every day we eat, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we eat certain times <clears throat> that we were, like we've, my faith sometimes we're not bothering so much about our spiritual food, but it's like you need to have more, mm-hmm. and especially in days like just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, aye. Very good, Don Marie. Vince, would you like to pray? Yes. Thanks, Derek. We've heard this morning from all the sharing and the word we got this morning that we can, in the midst of the storm, we can find security in the one. In the, in the one name above this above every other name and that name is Jesus so Father this morning we turn to you and we declare the name of Jesus over our, our community over our towns, our villages our cities we declare the name of Jesus over our nation and over our world your word says that he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Lord, let us say this morning, you are our refuge and you are our fortress, and in you we will trust. Mm-hmm. So, Lord God, that's that we stand on this morning. Lord, those words from Psalm 91. Lord, Lord that we find security in you, O oh God. And, Father God, we pray, Lord, for every single person who's listening to this broadcast today. Lord God, I pray, Lord, that you'll touch every single heart. Lord, that those hearts, Lord God, will find an opening to to the words of hope that we have been bringing this morning. And Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for every single man, woman, and child. Lord God, that, that you will bless us all, Lord. Lord, you will keep us safe. And Lord God, finally, I pray for those of you, those listening, they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ yet. Lord God, that you would lead them to yourself. You would draw them to yourself. 
And Lord God, your word says that you even put the faith in us to believe. So Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that Lord, even as people are listening to this prayer this morning, Lord, they'll invite you into their hearts, Lord, especially this time, Lord, as we go through this strange world that we're living in. And Lord God, we pray your protection, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.